Welcome to the MJV Ministries podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a moment to subscribe so you can stay updated with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vitalich. We're talking about uh, confessions, biblical confessions, safe confessions. Yeah. I started last week, um, this week off talking about some people confess stupid things. Where it's like, oh, I want to. I'm going to be the king of England. I'm going to be the the queen of England. I, I, you know, I love how you're to the point. That's that's some people confess stupid things. I'm listen. This is how I am in real life, and I think people appreciate that. But I'm letting you know that won't work. That won't work. Right. Those confessions are like even the devil will stay far away from you because they're just outlandish. But these confessions that I'm talking about are biblical. Uh, base confessions that will work. You could put will work in the comments because they will work because they're Bible based. And I want you to take notes. I want you as you're listening, as you're watching, uh, imagine just a classroom setting and you're uh, where are your teachers and you're sitting down and there's going to be a pop quiz next week. Just kidding. Uh, but I want you to take this serious because this will help you grow in the things of God. You, it's impossible to stay the same level. If you're staying the same level, I would question if you're backsliding or not mm-hmm. because you want to grow. Leaders grow. We're leaders in the kingdom. We're disciples. Students grow. Students eventually become teachers. Students eventually become teachers because proof that you're learning is you're regurgitating everything that you're being taught. And I want you to grow. I want you to grow. I want to see you get from where you are. You may be at a very small place, but I want to see God do a work in you. And by you using these godly confessions, this will help you grow. This will help you grow. So take this time serious, you know, and watch what happens. Amen. I want to encourage you to go back to last week where um, I'm sorry, Tuesday, where we learned uh, the category was what we are in Christ, what I am in Christ. And today we're going to talk about what you have in Christ possession, possession. Yes. uh, Tuesday was what we are in. Today is possession, what we possessed in Christ. You will never know what you have unless you're told. If a, a relative passes away, go ahead. If a relative passes away and you were in the will and nobody told you you were in the will, you won't receive anything. You didn't know about it. You didn't know about it. So how could you receive? It's the same principle. If you don't know who you are in Christ, if you don't know what you are in Christ, you will totally miss out on blessings, on on increase, on on who your father is. Amen. And so that getting started, um, I'm going to pray real quick. Father, help in Jesus name. Amen. <laughs> and I want you, I want you to, uh, um, I want you to tag somebody. I want you to get somebody in here and listen to this. Help us spread the gospel out. Amen. Amen. Um, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Fun fact. Okay. Number, this is category number two. Um, what I have in Christ. Number one, the first thing that we can confess together is found in second Peter Second Peter uh, chapter one, verse three. And this is King James. So I don't want to hear any Bible scholars coming at me like, oh, you got to read it in King James, brother. That's the real Bible. You know, it is. I'm reading in King James. Second Peter one, three. Someone tried to argue with me and they're like talking about like, 
yeah, I prefer to use the King James because that's the one that Jesus used. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't think English was a thing, but all right. This is why you should watch us because you also laugh. Amen. And, just... and, and laughter is, is medicine to the heart. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I have all things. Second Peter one, three, one thing that you can confess. I have all things. You could put it in the comment. I have all things. Second Peter one, three, according, um, as his divine power hath given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Now, I want to show you something. Per all things that pertaining unto life and godliness. Notice, notice the Bible says two different things. There's life and godliness. Life is anything that you need in life. See, that's why I tell people God is interested in what you have. God's not, God knows everything. He's interested on how he can bless you. He wants to give you things that could, that you could, um, that he can give you, Right. All things that pertain unto life and godliness. Yeah. He's not ignorant of what you need. Most people don't receive from God because they just keep it in their head. But confessing and speaking out has to do with you opening up your mouth and using your words. Amen? Amen. Using your words. And so God's like, I want to give you everything you want for your life. And I want to give you everything you want for godliness. Godliness is like God. So we could be like God. We could not sin. We could be holy. We could work in, in, in the gifts of the spirit. We could move with virtue, right? He says, uh, call us to glory and virtue. So number one thing you can confess, I have all things. Anything you need in life, we have. We have in our physical life and our spiritual life. He'll That's give good. you the ability to pray in hours for prayer. He'll give you the ability to, to, to really fervently pray without ceasing. He says, the Bible says to pray without ceasing. If God said it, that means we can do it. And I have all things. I have that ability to pray without ceasing. I have that ability to ask God, Lord, I need a new vehicle. Lord, I need some extra income. Lord, make me a, a, a bigger soul winner. Glory to God. He'll, he'll give it to you. I have all things. You want it? I was just going to read it in the NLT because it says by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. Amen. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. So that means yeah. that when you become saved, when you're a child of God, you've, you have, it says that God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. And we have received that by coming to know him. So when you come to know the Lord, it's something to be said that you don't have a sin. You know, sin has no hold on you anymore. You know, that's and that's what we were talking about last week. It comes by renewing the mind. You know, maybe you've been told your whole life that you're worthless. Yeah. You've been told your whole life you're stupid. You've been told all these things yeah. have just built up. And maybe because your parents never succeeded in anything, people are going to say, yo, you're just going to be like your you're father. You're going to be like them. You're going to be just like your mother. And then you start breaking out of that and people come at you like, well, who do you think you are going to college? Yeah. Who do you think you are 
uh, starting a business? Who do you think you are going to preach the gospel? You know, these are just basic things that people go through. And when you come to know the Lord, it says that he's given you all ability to live holy. That's it. And so that's why I have a problem with people who say, who say, oh, well, you know, um, I'm, you know, we all sin every day and, you know, by his grace, we're, we're, but it's, it's not, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not making a practice of yep, sin. That's right. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't sin today. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> you and, know, and I know Bishop Dag says things like there's, there's knowing you sinning. And then there's a difference between knowing you're sinning and you doing something that you have never been taught. That is a sin. Yeah. Right? So it's like, if you deliberately do something that you know is wrong. Why? Yeah. No, that, that, then you haven't, then I question if you really gave your life to the Lord. Yeah. I question if you really received salvation and because since, yeah, that's, that's something, so powerful. That's why I feel like, because people who have experienced the goodness of God, there, there comes a point where you have to stand up, take your God given authority and say, you know what? I'm an overcomer. I, I'm not stupid. I'm not worthless. I am a child of God. He has chosen me. He has drawn me in. I've received salvation. Therefore I have power over X, Y, and Z. Amen. I have power over fear. Amen. I have power. Oh, I have dominion and authority. Come on. Don't skip like, ahead now. You know what I mean? No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying like, um, while you said that, let's go, go to ahead. number two. I'm, okay? I'm setting you up. We're setting, we're setting you all up. Okay. Uh, number two, number two, the second thing you can confess, which is biblically safe and sound is I have dominion. You could put that in the comments right now. You could speak it over your kids right now, your family. Say, I have dominion. What's dominion? Control. Dominion, in short, is control. I have control. I have control. That's true. I have control over my life. I have control over my finances. I have control over my thoughts. I have control over, over all things. Watch. Genesis, if you're taking notes, write this down. Uh, pop quiz next week. Genesis, you watching on TV, I am going to personally give you a quiz, CTN family. We love you. Um, Genesis 1, 26. Genesis, the first chapter. Listen, it's the first chapter, okay? (laughs) Chapter 1. I'm embarrassed. I was like flipping through, but I was just Verse 26. (laughs) And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and lend and let them have dominion let them have control let them have control go ahead the nlt says then god said let us make human beings in our image to be like us they will reign over the fish in the sea the birds in the sky the livestock all the wild animals on the earth and the small animals that scurry along the ground I'm glad you read that because I just abbreviated it. So, yeah, we have dominion over all things. That's true. Over all things. As a believer, you can can confess, Lord, thank you that I have dominion. I have dominion over the wind and the sea. I have dominion over animals. I have dominion over this world. I have control. What I choose to speak shall happen. What I choose to confess will be my portion. I have dominion dominion glory to god i have control and you could take it to go ahead no go ahead you could take it to the next level you can control your thought life because most people and this is this is i've gotten this from just ministering to people and speaking to people um one-on-one and they would confess things and they would talk to me and their thought life is out of whack 
You need to take dominion over your thought life. You need to control your thought life. Everything happens in, in your life and it starts with a thought. And if you begin to, to harp, harp on that thought, meditate on that thought, and then you put action to that thought, then it begins to happen. And then you say, how did this happen? You know, I'm going to get real. I was talking to somebody and, um, you know, they, they, they ended up backsliding and they did something really stupid. They slept with a, with a, the, the person of the opposite sex. They weren't married. They weren't married. They were just caught in a thing. And I said to the person, how did this happen? How did this happen? You just don't wake up suddenly and say, oh, I'm just going to go have a good time. And, and no, no, it's the enemy. It started with a thought. Somebody started talking to you. They use fancy words. You like attention. You like attention. And then next thing you know, you made, you, you made, hey, can I, let's, let's go Netflix and chill. Well, you know what that's going to turn out to be? Well, so everything you real. do, everything you do starts with a thought and That's you so don't good. have dominion over your thought life. Things keep happening and happening in your life. That makes no sense. Why? Because yeah. you have no dominion. It's at one point or another, you got to say, it's not the devil's fault. It's your own fault. And say, now that I know that it's my fault, I'm going to take every thought. The Bible says, take every thought captive, take every thought captive. Is this a God thought or is this my flesh wanting to be an animal? Is this my, is this the Lord speaking to me and saying, doing this? God will never tell you to sin. I got news for somebody. God will never tell you to sin. He wants you to live a whole and healthy life. And it's time for you to take hold, take dominion, glory to God. Take dominion back from the devil. The, Jesus already took it. You just take it back. Yeah. Glory you to God. You know what I was, I was looking is. What I find interesting is when you read this, it says, then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea. And then in the King James, it says, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. You know, what's so interesting. Dominion was one of the first things God gave man. Phew. That was like yeah. before they were even could yeah. life, life in the lungs. Yeah. That's good. Giving them That's dominion. That's so good. One That's of the so first good. things God gave. God gave was dominion. And and look how Adam and Eve threw it away. What did the devil come? He said he persuaded. Yeah. Excuse me. He persuaded Eve. Did God? He made you question. Questionings begins with thoughts. Did God really tell you Started, not to eat that? Yeah. That he took dominion back. And I see you taking dominion. I see you confessing over yeah. your life that I have dominion. I'm not making a practice of sin. I'm living holy. I have dominion. I have all things. Number three, number three, a safe confession that you could make in the Bible from the Bible. Psalms 37 verse four, Psalms 37 verse four, write this down. This is going to be on our test. It's going to be on our test. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Glory to God. Someone says, God won't give you that. That's ridiculous to ask. Oh, you shouldn't ask for anything. Someone says, no, I can ask for that because he said, I give you the desires of your heart. 
Every stupid person that talks bad about God's blessing them financially. Every stupid person that says, oh, you shouldn't ask God for money. You shouldn't ask God for a car. You, you shouldn't ask God for a new house. No, you can because he will give you the desires of your heart. He will give you the desires of your heart. Every religious devil out there watching right now. Oh, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't talk about prosperity. If God has given me his, his word, he's given me salvation, he's given me healing, he could give me the desires and he will give me the desires of, his, of my heart because it says it in the Bible, glory to God. He gives me the desires of my heart. I have the desires of my heart. I have the wife I want. I have the vehicle I want. I have I'm living in the area I want. I'm living in a house that I want. I'm living I'm I'm doing things that God's put in my heart. He's given me the desires. Lord, I thank you for those desires that you have placed in my heart. Those are God desires. Can I say that? Those are God desires. The devil the devil doesn't want make you prosper. The devil doesn't want to make you give you anything. He wants to take from you. He wants to steal from you. He wants to destroy you. But God has come to give you life, life more abundantly, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. If you're watching right now, you could put in the comments some desires that you're believing God for. I'm going to, I'm going to, the next day I'm going to pray for them. Tomorrow. Tomorrow night, even email us right now. Things that you're desiring, things that God's put in your heart, email us. I'm going to believe God for you in Jesus name. Number um, number four, number four, the fourth thing you could confess with biblical safety is I have the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Second Timothy, second Timothy chapter one, verse seven, second Timothy chapter one, verse seven. I for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and the sound mind. You know, one day I was meditating on that scripture. I was meditating on sound mind. And I said, what is a sound mind? And I decided to, to look it up. I decided to look it up. And it says a mind free of rot and decay. I got, I got a mind free. So that tells me anything that I, I did in, in, in the world when I wasn't serving the Lord that could have destroyed my mind, that could have hurt my thought life, um, that could have opened up any doors. God's given me a sound mind. God has given you a sound mind. You could put sound mind. You have, say, I have a sound mind. I have. A I, sound have mind. I have it in my possession. I'm not asking God for it. He's given it to me. He's given me a sound mind. Glory to God. I have the spirit for God has given me not a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I got all three. I've got Amen. power. I've got love. The greatest gift of all is love. love. I have that gift from God. Glory to God. I have that gift from God. Love. Yeah. I am loved. I, I have God's love. I've got God's power and I got God's sound mind. Amen. Hallelujah. That's one of my favorite scriptures. If you were, if you were to ask me what's like your top 10 favorite scriptures, that's, that's in there. I don't know what category because the, if I say it's number one, then more will come. But top 10 of my favorite because why? That helps me. Yeah get out of my comfort zone when it came to winning souls. Wow. That's good. 
for God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Because I used to be, I wouldn't say I'd be afraid of people, but I used to be very like painfully introverted, like yeah. painfully. And I thought you broke out of that because you met me and I was like, so no, I broke and, out of it like two years before I met you mm. because God was preparing. That's you it. Me. Yeah. He knew he's he knew. I believe that. Yeah. It was, I, I can't just, I, you know, I'm, I'm an outgoing, I'm an outgoing person. Oh my gosh. If I, I were, if I were still like that, I, it would be, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Honestly, honestly, when I was praying for my wife, I was praying work. for you. That's true. And that's true. Because I, I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't tell anybody. And I'm not talking about like, like I, I remember being in the car with someone mm-hmm. who I was friends with at the time. And she was, we were, um, in boxing class together. This is when I lived in Canada and we were like becoming great friends even though she was like a lot older than me and married and and had a house and a dog whatever and she literally was dropping me off at my house one day and she knew my parents were pastors she knew I was a pastor's kid she knew I believed in the Lord and literally just like was venting to me in a way like you know I just don't understand why this kind of stuff happens in my life like she got super real yeah 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 and she said you know, I just sometimes like wonder like what things would be like if I if I were like you and like serve the Lord or so. mm. like she just opened herself up where wow. I could have just said, take my hand and pray this prayer with me yeah. right now. Like she was ready. She was like she's almost asking, like, how can I be saved? Wow. Almost, yeah, yeah, almost yeah. to that yeah. point. But like in her own way. <laughs> and we're sitting in the driveway of my house where yeah. she was dropping me off. And I was so bound by this fear that i said well see you tomorrow and got out of the car shut the door and went inside because i couldn't like that's what i'm talking about. like wow. when i say if god can use me wow. like he can Honey. use any i'm telling you i'm telling you i had no like it was like it was like a stronghold like i had no I just was like this fear of what will people think and how will I look and all of this what stuff. What will people think? Okay. <laughs> and like, I mean, and then it was to the point I was running like the youth group at my parents' church. Yeah. I have no idea. You know, they were just trying to, they were trying to give me anything to be honest. They were just like, Hey, let's just, and a kid, like I couldn't even like give an altar call. So I had everyone write on a piece of paper. It, do you know for sure if you would go to like if you, this for your last day on earth right. do you know for sure if you would go to heaven and i just had them all write it on a piece of paper and then one kid of like the 10 said no and i did nothing wow yeah these are all things like i've prayed since wow. then i've repented and prayed like lord See, please send is... someone in their path but i'm telling you like that's how real yeah. it was i couldn't even go up to that kid one-on-one and say say this prayer with me that's that's, that's but i started confessing that scripture God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and, and a sound mind. You. You and now it's like, and- like, you know, it's complete 180. And so that's how I know, like, if God would do it for me, just by confessing one scripture, I didn't memorize the whole Bible. I didn't, you know, read the Bible cover to cover every year. I just, that one scripture, yeah. I found it. And I just started meditating on every day, every time we would go out. And then I started pushing myself to like, start talking to people. I started pushing myself to like, do more, do more, do more. God is not giving me a spirit of fear. Anytime I felt afraid, I was like, God is not giving me a spirit of fear, but power, love. And it's not my, that's why it's in my top 10 wow. because that's what broke me out. 
of that. Wow. Amen. I'm glad I'm glad the Lord did the work. And also because you were you needed me to I needed, <laughs> you, I needed needed, you could imagine if you married like you know what I mean? You couldn't no, that would be such a detriment to like what God's called you yeah. to do. Yeah. Because I would be here like God's oh, got somebody I don't want the mic exactly for you. Yeah. The perfect person. The and maybe person. they're just not ready. Maybe the Lord's just working yeah. on them right now. Maybe the word give the them a year. Give I'm them six even. months. Amen. Number number four. No, I'm sorry. Number five. That was number four for the test. Number five, things that you can confess possession wise. I have the blessings of Abraham. I have the blessings of Abraham. Galatians chapter three, 13 and 14. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, that we might be that we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith. Amen. Amen. That we, that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive. I love the word might because that means conditional. Mm. That it's available for us, but we need to, we need to confess it. We need to confess it. I have the blessings of Abraham. Jesus paid the price for us. I have the blessings of Abraham. I have the blessing. Abraham was, was, was the, the father of faith. He was the father of faith. And we have that. We have that. Amen. Hallelujah. Number six. Number six. I have the greater one in me. I have the greater one in me. 1 John 4, 4. I abbreviated this. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That's good. The greater one is in me. I have the great. You could say I have the greater one in me. I, I have, have Jesus in me. in me. Now, how do you see now? I want to show you how that's so real because when you confess Jesus, what do you say? Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my heart. You invite Jesus to live in your heart. Where is the heart? The heart is the center of it all. The heart out of the heart flows the issues of life. Now, if you have Jesus as a guard of your heart, if you have Jesus as a Lord and your Savior, um, a Savior requires thank you. A Lord requires obedience. obedience. That's so good. That's so I good. have the greater one in me. All he asks is for our obedience. I have the greater one in me. Things of this world can't, can't affect me because I have the greater one. I have the risen king living in my heart. I am saved. I am born again. I have all things. I have dominion. I have every desire in my heart. I have a, the power of love's sound mind and, and God's spirit. I have the, the, the blessings of Abraham. I have the greater one in me. I have the greater one in me. You have... The greater one in, in you. Say, I have the greater one in me. I have the greater one in me. Hallelujah. 
Number seven, we got uh, two more. I have the power of God working through me. I have, these are biblical. If you're joining us for the first time, we're talking about um, biblical confessions. Yeah. The I haves. Yeah. Last Tuesday, we went over um, what we are, what we are. Yeah. And today is what we have. I have the power. What was that? Which I like. I have the power of God working through me because that confession has helped me the most as a creative. Yeah. Wow. Because that's what. Give all your secrets away. Helped. That's what helped (laughs) when I wrote my first book on creatives being creative and creativity and how God's, you know, created to create all these things. Like, even if it's not in art or graphic design or whatever it is, like you are created to create. And that was the, that was the confession I would always make is I have the power of God working through me. Yeah. The creator, the creator. And then in, in one of the, the chapters I talk about how, you know, people talk about getting writer's block or stuck uh, you know, I just can't, I can't create, I can't think of anything. I can't, you know, do this project. I can't whatever. And it hit me where like, you know, the Lord creates a new sunset and a new sunrise every day Wow. and they're never the same. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you think about it every morning, wow. there's a sunrise that's never been seen before. And every evening there's a sunset that's never been seen before. So wow. God's working around the clock creating every day and that hit me because it was like and he lives on the inside of me so how can i say i can't do something when he lives in me how can i say i can't make something happen or make something work or yeah when when he lives on the inside of me and so and creative or not whatever you're you're you know in your life like how can you say that you can't do something when the greater one lives in you, when the power of God is working through you, when you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, like, how can you say, oh, this is impossible? Yeah. How can you say, I'll never do that? How can you believe that you'll never amount to no- anything? You know, it's just these things that, that when you look at it in perspective, where the greater one lives on the inside of you, you start to confess different. Yeah. Sure. You start to take hold. You stop confessing stupid things over your life where it's like, well, you know, I'm just that's. And then people come up to me and say, well, well, you know, I'm just not. God didn't make me creative. And I'm like, that's a stupid confession because he did. Yeah. It just looks different than how he created other people. Or maybe someone else has put more time and effort into that gift than you have. But it's like to say something like, oh, well, you know, I'll never have that. Or I'll never start that business or, or, you know, I, I had this idea once to, to write the book, but I didn't do it. And, you know, it's like that kind of stuff. Like, I, I mean, you have to take hold of that revelation that God is, God lives in the Holy Spirit. I Amen. have the Holy Spirit Amen. working on the inside of me. I can do all that. And I, and I say that even, even today I go, <laughs> I go into my office. I'm like, this is me. This is a look inside my life. I sit down on my computer and I say, Lord, <laughs> help You've anointed this mind, this mind right here. And, and then boom, I, I knock out work I, for 12 hours. I want hours. you right now. I want you right now. I feel, I feel the anointing. I want you to pray for everybody watching right now. 
I want yeah. you to pray. If you're watching right now, and this is this is this is how this is how this this is how it works, right? If you're dealing with something, and it's your thought life, if you're shy, if you're if if you if everything my wife just explained the last twenty minutes, twenty minutes. <laughs> If you're going through it, I want you to place your head, your hand on your head, your right hand on your head. Amen. And my wife's going to pray for you. Amen. Father, I thank you for every person watching right now. Lord, I thank you. I connect my faith with theirs. I thank you, Father, that any struggle that they've been going through yes. or that's tried to attach itself to their life ends tonight in the name yes. of Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you have set them high above all works of the enemy and any thought that tries to even enter into their mind. I thank you, Father, that you just like a gut punch, Father, yeah. that they will bring that thought down. The next time the enemy tries to distract them, tries to tell them they're not worth anything, tries to lie to them, tries to manipulate them, tries to scare them, Father, that they just feel you so strong in their spirit, God, that they cast that thing down. And Lord, that you come in like a rushing wind to remind them, Father, that you have set them apart. Yes. I feel that even people watching tonight, you've been called to nations. You've been set apart for God's hand. And I feel the Lord saying, what are you doing? Snap out of it because there are souls and families and people on the line. So, Father, I thank you that you lead people right now to make the correction, to make the, the connection into, into alignment with your word. And, Lord, I thank you that you have called people out and set them apart for mighty things, Lord. I thank you that every person watching right now, Lord, that they're representing their family that's not serving you yet. Lord, we stand in agreement right now for that family member to be saved, for that family member to be on fire, for that family member to have a radical yes. testimony in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, that you are doing it by your Holy Spirit. And Lord, that we continue to give you all the praise and all the glory in advance in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 That's powerful. I feel you know what people getting touched right now. Even on this broadcast, people getting I'm touched. Getting blessed. Even, even on the replay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Bless me. I want to give you an opportunity to sow a seed into MJV ministries. Got there's gotta be a time where something can leave your hand knowing that God is gonna bless you. There's, it's op, it's it's operating in faith. That's what that is. You're operating in faith tonight. Sow a seed of faith. God can't multiply nothing. Maybe you're believing God for something for the new year, for for the finishing of the year. Sow a seed in faith tonight. Sow a seed and start confessing. I have all things. I have those contracts. I have that increase. I have that power. I have the mind of Christ. Sow a seed tonight. Tonight would be a great night to sow the largest seed you've ever sown before. Amen. Sow the seed expecting God. But Lord, I'm going to activate my, fa my faith. Some, I'm going to sow this. It's going to leave my possession. I'm going to put it in your hand and I'm not going to think twice about it. I'm not going to think twice about it. Amen. You know, it, it, it's like somebody's watching, like you want it so big and the finances that are so big, but there's so much in the back burner where it might not be a good time. And I, just do it and watch. Be obedient to God's voice and sow that seed tonight in Jesus' name. Sow it.
Let, let it let it rip, man. You can't you're 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 created to do more. And the only person that holds your holds yourself back is yourself. But let it rip. Let it rip. Amen. 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 Those are the ways you can give. We're believing God for 1000 partners. 1000 partners. Someone said that's a big number. There's bigger numbers. That's right. But that's what the Lord said. Believe me for 1,000 partners that stand with you on a monthly basis to see the gospel spread. And I, I want you to, you know, it's like you can get in on the bottom level or you can get in when everyone else is getting in. Get in now. Watch what happens. This God is just, just, it's Psalms 118. Psalms 118. It's the Lord's doing. It's the Lord's doing, and it's marvelous in our sight. That's right. Stay, stand with us financially and connect your finances with the gospel. You know, we do more than just preach. We, we are partnered with Lester Summerall's ministry, Feed the Hungry, and we're feeding over 100 kids a day. A day. Not a month, not a week. Every day, kids are getting fed because of your your giving. It's true. It goes to credit. It's true. And there's and there's and we have the gospel being preached on television even when we're not in the church. The gospel's being preached. There's people listening to this app 24 hours a day. Yeah. Getting encouraged, building faith. There's business people that are getting downloads from heaven. I'm telling you. It's true. There's the MJV ministry app. Preaching around the clock, twenty four seven. And it's not just me; it's it's generals of the faith. It's generals of the faith. We update it constantly. Amen. Amen. Father, as they sow and as they're faithful, Lord, I thank you that as they're faithful with the little, they'll be rulers over much. I thank you, Lord. They're gonna they're gonna start this new year and this current year with a blowout in Jesus' mighty name. Where they started is not going to be the same place where they finished. It's going to be ahead in Jesus' name. Father, I call them blessed. I call them blessed because you call them blessed, that they are the blessing of Abraham in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want you guys to also um, make sure for next week, you don't want to miss this announcement. I promise you. I promise you. We might just give something away. I don't know. But it's going to be huge. I want to thank everyone for partnering with us and sowing seed. It's going to be great. Amen. Big Amen. announcement. Huge. Tuesday, the 12th, December 12th. And you don't want to miss it because it's huge. It's huge. And if you go right now, you can, if you prefer Facebook or YouTube, you could set a reminder on get notified the events already created share it tag somebody invite somebody and don't miss it because it's going to be big Amen. you want to be there for it happy birthday to my brother-in-law michael heishu if you're still on we love you uh jeanette we love you the happy ortiz birthday, the ortiz family we love you guys we love you guys happy birthday so great to see what god's doing another fine example of somebody surrendering to the lord and god's just Using them in a mighty way. This will be the lowest you ever are financially. I see God blessing you. I see God meeting every single one of your financial needs. I see the, op the windows of heaven opening over you in Jesus' name. 
You will never, you will never, you will never be without in the name of Jesus. Why? Because you win souls. You win souls, Ortiz family. You win souls. Amen. Don't slow down. Don't listen to people saying you're being too radical. No, you're just getting started. Keep it up. Amen. Keep it up. You know? Amen. You could just tell people, you are of your father, the devil. <laughs> Somebody wants to tell you something to slow you down when God's doing so much. It'd be stupid. God's placed you on an on-ramp. You're, you're just in an acceleration mode. That's Keep right. going. Keep going. I feel my spirit. God's just going to give you ideas to reach more people, to reach more people. You be faithful with where you're at. And this is for anybody. You're faithful where you're at, at your church. You're a member for life. You're faithful. You lift your hands. You lift the hands up of the pastor. You lift the hands up of the pastor. And that's what you guys do. You're servants. You serve. Watch. Watch. The Bible says the servant is not greater than the master. That's powerful. Amen. From our studio to your mobile device, we love you guys, and we will see you Tuesday. What video do you want to play to end it? Uh, let's do uh, Teddy, uh, Ted uh, Sr. You're going to make it. Do we have that one up? Oh, we, uh, no, we don't. Oh. I think that was before we Play the video thing. of Pastor Kathy Haishu. <laughs> Nothing. Can we play that? <laughs> yeah. This is uh, a video. Of, I don't know why it's not full screen, but this is the video of my mother-in-law <laughs> preaching the gospel. Enjoy this laugh. Uh, <laughs> coffee with Kathy, comedy with Kathy. Uh, tag her right now. Enjoy this. We love you guys. Thanks for listening to the MJV Ministries podcast. If you would like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and make a kingdom impact, consider becoming one of the thousand monthly partners we are believing for. To learn more, go to mjvministries.com partner.